My name is Melanie Standish. And I'm Tom Yumet. And this is the Hive Mind Escape Podcast. Hello, listeners, and welcome to this episode of the Hive Mind Escape Podcast, where this time we are talking to you about 2021 or year in review. It's been a while since we've talked to everybody. It's been a while since we've recorded. It's been, was it two months? Something like that? Two and a half? Three months? Three. It was the beginning of October. Um, we had just told you all that we got our precious dog, Wanda, which the sounds are brought to you by her today. Yeah, she's wandering the room, wondering why we're talking to each other this closely. <laughs> yeah, she's very confused. I wish our listeners could see her staring at us right now. Regardless, very happy to have our furry friend in our lives. 2021 was quite the year for us. Um, first, we should probably announce some special news to our listeners. For anybody that doesn't follow us on social media, um, we did get engaged Woo! 10 days after our <laughs> podcast uh, episode dropped, it looks like. So we've clearly just been busy being engaged people, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it has so much to do with a two-year engagement. <laughs> yeah, well, 2023 is our planned engagement, our wedding time frame, rather. Um, knock on wood. Knock on wood. <laughs> hey, you never know what could go wrong. There's a lot going on in the world with... Oh, All these COVID, COVID yeah, variants yeah. And, and delays and things <laughs> closing again. So knock on wood, yeah. Okay, all that makes more sense. <laughs> Regardless, um, <laughs> we are using this time to talk about our year in escape rooms. And Tom, I have not shared with you our stats yet. So this is a surprise to you and our listeners as we talk about them. Um, this year was actually a bit of an escape room lull for us. And before oh, I no. announce the statistics, I don't think... It's because of our lack of love for escape rooms, but the sheer amount of things we did this year and big moves in our lives. Big moves, yeah. I mean, we moved across Literal the country. Big moves, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, lots of things going on. Um, but our final stats for the year, 28 rooms. Boo. Yeah. We did, I was listening to our 2020 episode, we did 54 in the ultimate year of COVID. Literally how? <laughs> well, it's because we started 2020 with like, I mean, you got to remember yes, my birthday, we right. did, we did, I don't know, that first two weeks, we did like you're 15, right. 16 of them. Yeah, we did 16 so. in the first two weeks. So yeah, there was that. And then we did like one every weekend, basically until... At least one. At we, least we, one every we, weekend. We cleared yeah. a few places. And then, I mean, March, COVID, uh, you know, really got hard. And, and then we were close for a little bit. And then we did as many as we could uh, while we could uh and then in 2021 i mean the we i don't feel like we've stopped per se i do think that it did take a back seat to all the million other things yeah with you know friends getting married and having to go to weddings and traveling back and forth to chicago um either the two of us and we have a you know a strict schedule or just me traveling or just you traveling we haven't really had a lot of time for you and yeah. i to go anywhere and the first five months of the year is my comprehensive exam so there's oh, that yeah. Gosh, yeah. No, so listen it was a really big year for tom and melanie maybe not in the realm of escape rooms but you have to think about it comprehensive exams moved my family across the country then us across the country then got a dog and then we got engaged and then the holidays hit so yeah We'll, we'll cut ourselves some slack this year. <laughs> a little bit, but I mean, it's 2022 now, so that means we got we to gotta make gotta up for step uh, up lost our game. time. 
Regardless, um, 28 escape rooms, 17 companies, which is interesting. So we did them across quite a few different groups. We also hit 15 cities. I use cities loosely. There were some, like, towns that I wouldn't consider <laughs> cities. but Locations. Yeah, locations. And five total states. That's kind of cool. Do you remember what they were? Oh, uh, do I remember? I mean, okay, so let's see. North Carolina, Illinois, mm-hmm. um, Wisconsin, Kentucky, mm-hmm. Ohio. Yep, you got them all. Yeah. Nice. Well, Ohio squeaked in because that was, what, the 30th of December? Yeah, yeah, that was the last <laughs> room of the year. Um it's a good but one yeah, to add on. some really exciting stats here. And the other, the other thing, I made a list of questions for us to go through um, for our year in review, and I have six total. We're going to talk about today our favorite escape room on the basis of immersion, our oh boy. favorite escape room based upon puzzles. What was our favorite like location in general? Not like the state and the city, but like, like overall the like actual company that okay. how, like holds all the escape rooms. Um, favorite other game we played. I have a list of escape room like games that's up here in my handy dandy spreadsheet that we played this year. Favorite memory in an escape room with just us. And favorite memory with a group we played. We actually did play with a lot of groups this year, which is exciting. Um, between like friends and family. So those are my six questions. And then if you have anything to add whenever, we'll sprinkle them in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to make sure I'm looking at this list because COVID really made it feel like one giant block of time over the course of two years yes. so i don't remember where anything and is one thing that i would like to highlight really quick if i go to this tab of my handy dandy spreadsheet is that we began the year at city 13 does that not feel like a long long time ago who <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> absolutely crazy but we actually started the year there it feels like we've lived in north carolina forever i mean it's opinion. been seven months now yeah so Wow, that's a lot. Wow, okay. Yeah, so let's let's get started. Um, favorite escape room on the basis of immersion. And so when we think about immersion, like, let's think about the theme, let's think about the props, let's think about feeling like you are in, like, a totally different experience and environment when you play. Um, and honestly, it's probably because it's so salient for me. But I might have to go with Playground. Okay. I, okay, so Playground has been on our bucket list, I think, for a while. We've played most of the escape games. I think we only have one left from them. It would be Ruins, which yes. we have to go to Nashville for. Because yeah. Nashville's, honestly, it's not that. It's about as far as it was from us in Illinois. I think it's like eight hours, six to eight hours, somewhere in that range. Something like that. E- easy that. day drive for a Midwesterner. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Oh, <laughs> Regardless, we recently played Playground. I believe you're right. It was the day before New Year's Eve, um, and it had been on our bucket list. We happened to be stopping over in Cincinnati on a road trip we went on, and sure enough, they had the escape game location there that had Playground, and I hopped right on that. And, and we just so happened it. to have <laughs> two friends of ours that uh, we didn't even know they were going to the same wedding as us. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's a friend from college, and in I just so happened to find out he was in Cincinnati with his girlfriend, too. So um, I was like, well, you want to go do an escape room with us? And uh, we were lucky to be able to find a time slot. There was actually a couple time slots. I mean, that's what it is for a Thursday night at, like, 10 o'clock. In Cincinnati. I don't know. <laughs> it, Cincinnati was great, though. I will say that. Regardless, playground, immersion. I 
thought it lived up to everything I thought it would be, and I had really hyped up that room in my mind because I feel like we've seen it as one of the most consistently, like, high-ranked rooms in the country. Mm -hmm. And just so whimsical and fun. It made you feel like a child again. I will describe the room set because you can see most of the stuff, I would say, from the time you walk in the room. The beginning of the room is a classroom, just like... Think back to elementary school when you're sitting at your little folding desks and there's all like the maps and stuff around the room and your little cubbies and there's actually a window that overlooks the playground and it is an actual built playground in there. They have like turf to represent the grass. They have a little scoreboard to represent like a, a field and it just, I don't know, I felt like it was such a fun game, totally fit the theme and all of the puzzles were so highly immersive too yeah um you'll they'll explain this at the beginning so it's really not giving anything away but you actually complete puzzles through a report card of different subjects so you're accomplishing these different tasks that relate to being in school again and i don't know i just think that was my favorite escape room purely on the basis of the immersion factor how about yeah, you no, i think that was a good room um i i really enjoyed the set design i thought it was yeah. really cool to see you know, something I, ha I haven't played on for, I don't even want to count the years because it makes me feel old. <laughs> um, but, like, it was cool to see that in a room, let alone, you know, in an escape room. But I disagree on that being okay, the most okay. fun for the immersion factor. Um, I, I've got one that's, it's not the best room, per se, but if we're talking strictly about immersion, I really, really enjoyed Yacht Heist. I thought Yacht Heist yes. was super, super fun. That was at Total Escape in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. And I think we talked about this room. Yes, um, but I think I'm we just going to, you know, retouch on, yeah. on this. Uh, it was, the goal was you had to steal crowns and coins from a yacht that you're breaking into. And you start on a dock. And the dock is on water so like you're there's water underneath this dock in this room and it's just so cool when rooms think to do stuff like that because i i really like the immersion factor of like walking in and be like wait a second there's water underneath us what's going on yeah. and, and the the fact that there you know there's life vests you know you know the siding of a yacht and then you get inside and there's benches and like a little mini bar and it's just all types of fun stuff that really kind of felt like you're walking opening a garage and walking onto a yacht that's, you know, on, on the dock on the water. I just thought that was, immersion-wise, one of the coolest uses of water effects that we've seen in a room um, that I can think of. You're right. And I, I, would also, I would also say, too, that a really neat part of that room is it felt like a heist because we were, like, just running around trying to capture all the crowns and the, and the coins. And I, I feel like we really felt like we were raiding a yacht. Yeah, it was yeah. cool because like at a certain point, we were done. Mm -hmm. But there was still more gold out there. And we're like, oh, we're not, I mean, we got 15 minutes. We're going we're gonna to get all the gold we can get. And, and we ended up getting it all. I think we needed a hint at the end. But um, it, it was really, really a good time. And, and I like that kind of, I guess you can almost call that more of a challenge room than an escape room because we were challenged to do something rather than we need to escape. Um, but uh, that was just super cool to be able to experience, you know, that kind of water effect. That's a really good one. I like that one, too. I still think Playground is better for immersion, <laughs> but we all have our own opinions. Um, <laughs> um, favorite escape room based on puzzles. Ooh, um, ooh puzzles. Ooh, That's puzzles. a tough one. Oh, gosh, this is hard. I really liked Revenge of the Cabin at CU Adventures in Time and Space down in Champaign-Urbana, uh, Champaign Illinois. Yeah. Um, 
I, I, the reason I think is because the marriage of the puzzles to the immersion, mm-hmm. right? So you're in the woods and then you're in a cabin and every one of these puzzles like made, they just made sense for the room. None of it was out of left field. Um, I, I really liked that. That room was really cool because um, the game master talked to you through a doll that was cursed and I thought that was, was so, so cool. But uh, <laughs> honestly, this is an honorable mention for Immersion as well because you just, you're just you in the woods and then you're in a cabin. It's just super mm-hmm. cool. But um, I liked that the puzzles, not only do they make sense, but they, they flowed really well to where like you needed to utilize the entire room. It wasn't just a linear path where it's like you start in the first room, you go to the end, and you know, at the end you're you know, two, three, four, five, whatever rooms away. You had to go back and forth and back and forth. I remember at one point we're just we're running through this room mm-hmm. trying to like get over to get 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 there in time, and it was just a very good use of puzzles. Yeah, that was a very fun room, despite me being terrified the whole time. I think I made you go into certain aspects of the room first because I was scared. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, and that one we talked about. Um, see you adventures in time and space before but what I think um, is neat about theirs is the bonus puzzles so I feel like they are definitely worth mentioning about favorite escape rooms that's yeah that's definitely a good addition to the puzzles yeah definitely and on that note I hate to hype up one location but when credit is due we got to give it I really think that the calling all villains room at CU adventures in time and space also had excellent puzzles And again, I think part of it is based on the immersion, as you kind of said, their rooms are also highly immersive, but I just remember solving some really neat things and the puzzles put you into scenarios that supervillains would probably be in like placed doing, which is Yeah, I mean, the whole plot of the room is that the big bad supervillain of the town or the city um, is going away, and we're up-and-coming villains trying to go steal all his stuff. And so using, like, the props of other supervillains that he, like, stole from, I just I just thought it was a really cool way to marry the props and the puzzles. Yeah, it was really neat. And then I feel like you got, like, the time crunch element with certain puzzles, too. They did something really cool that I feel like I can't give away in part of the room, where you're suddenly on a time crunch and something's going to happen to you if you don't solve the puzzle in time. And I just thought it was such a, like, cool way to add value to a puzzle. Yeah. Um, and it H- was High neat. stress, but very, very cool. Exactly. So I think I really enjoyed theirs in general for puzzles. I mean, the it's really the match between puzzles and immersion that's like, oof. And they, they got it. They got it. The, which leads me to, which this might be our answer, this leads me to the next question. What was our favorite location of the year? Oh, gosh. Um, oh, I well, have one. I don't, I don't want to say City 13 just because I feel like that was what we did for 2020, but I, I really, I don't know if you say you have one. It might be the same as mine because I really think Black Mountain yes, Escape that was mine too. is my favorite. <laughs> While we did like see you, Adventures in Time and Space and all... All these other rooms are, have been great. I thought it's a combination of the, the, the rooms, the staff, the people we played with, yep. and the location that really made Black Mountain Escape awesome. Yes. And we haven't talked about it yet. So Black Mountain Escape is in Black Mountain, North Carolina. It's this really adorable town. Highly recommend going to take a visit. Um, it's, in, it's in the Blue Ridge Mountains, right? So, yeah. So it's, like, beautiful scenic views, and this... 
escape room in an old building of Black Mountain and their rooms are amazing. And like Tom said, it's a combination of everyone. The people there were unmatched. They also got into roles as well with introducing the rooms, which I also think really added to the location's experience. Yeah, Josh and John were the names of the two employees there. Uh, Josh was our our game master for the first room that we did, which was um, the USS McCoy. And then John, who is, I believe, the owner, um, was the game master for Out of Time, which was the second room we did. And uh, I really think that just the location being in the mountains was really cool in this nice little town. The employees, Joshua and John, being such kind, nice people. Um, The people we were with, which is our friends uh, Miranda and Antoine, um, being great escape room puzzle uh, people and great partners, um, as well as the room's immersion level. I mean, even the lobby was cool. They had a self-playing piano that would interrupt every now and then that was kind of part of this comical sketch of the rule reading because everybody knows that it's the same rules at every location (laughs) and it gets really boring, but they've really made it fun and had a lot of, like... Good ways to, to tell us about the history of the town and the building that we were in mm-hmm. um, that incorporated into their overall theme. I thought they did a very good job at uh, marrying those two things. Yeah, and it was really just a pleasant surprise. I feel like you typically have to go to some really big cities to get the quote-unquote best rooms. Mm-hmm. And with this location, I don't know what I was expecting from it necessarily. I think we found the recommendation on the Escape Enthusiast page, so we know that yeah, it was going to be pretty area, good. And I definitely agree with that. Absolutely. But I just, the overall fun of it. Also, we broke an all-time record, I think, on the first room that we did, the yep. USS McCoy. And that was just like... Even with my blunder with the, yeah. uh, the last piece. And that was just unbelievably fun. So... That was, yeah, I completely agree with you. Definitely favorite location of the year. Shout out to Black Mountain Escape. Um, Next question here, favorite other game we played. So I don't know if I've been comprehensive, but I'm going to read them off to our audience just so that they have a list of other games to play that aren't going to a physical escape room location. So we always talk about Society of Curiosities. We've done several of their boxes this year, um, including part of the fairy tale files, which I think we might talk about a little bit more on another episode. So probably won't get too much into that. Um, box one we got to do, which was all the hype at earlier this year and for the last Christmas. Ready Mayor One was a virtual escape room that was really hard to book for a while during COVID. We did Solve Our Shirts, USB Escape, which we reviewed on an earlier podcast this year. 3D Escape Room Frequency, which was a podcast. The Deadbolt Mystery Society, we did the Seaside Strangler. We did Escape from the Starline Express by Professor Puzzle. Game on Escapes and More, The Hot Seat. So this was a location that happened to have like a mini puzzle that was just a chair. And then we also did part of the Exit Games Advent Calendar. I say part because we started it and we never finished it. I don't think it was necessarily because it was bad. I would just like to I think it was just because of time and, and having to be able to carve out the time to do it every day. We fell behind and then just kind of abandoned it. So we, I think we finished the first like week and then yeah, yeah. still have quite a few days left. And it was, it was quite fun, but I listed those. Anything that we're missing before we say our favorites? Oh boy. Uh, um, that's a lot to ask of me to remember. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. However, like I said about COVID, everything blends together. I don't remember. What was that VR game 
Uh, um, a Dark Matter or whatever. It's like The Room, A Dark Matter. I no, think. I think that was in 2020 we did that one. I think you should die. Is that what it's called? Oh, um, I Expect You to Die. I Expect You to Die. We also did that, which was very fun. I, I would recommend that, but I digress. Favorite one of these? I... <laughs> it makes me laugh because Solve Our Shirts is my favorite. <laughs> and guess what? The makers of Solve Our Shirts see you Adventures in Time and Space yep. in Champaign-Urbana. So um, if you haven't gone there and you plan on making a road trip or if you're in that area, anything like that, you need to go there. They're definitely worth, you know, a, a few hour drive in. If you're def- if you're doing a road trip, they're definitely worth making a, a detour down to Champaign. Um, I just thought it was such a unique and cool experience to solve an escape room utilizing a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Like, that's so wild. Like, they used every portion, like, the the design on the shirt down to tags and everything that I, that you can think of it, it utilized. And the people that made it are so nice and kind. Like, I actually had an issue where I didn't look at it um, for a little while after I, we ordered it because uh, it was a Christmas gift. And I ordered the wrong size or I ordered the right size and they sent me the wrong size. I don't know. Um, I sent them a message on Facebook and uh, they said it was no problem at all. When we stopped down to do the escape room, they can switch out the shirt. And they did so. And and it's one of my favorite shirts to wear because like it says escape on it. So people are like, oh, it's an escape room shirt. And they ask you and they're like, what what escape room is that from? And I'm like, oh, no, this is it. I'm wearing it. And they start looking at it. You can see, oh, wow, what the heck? There's a lot of hidden details. And it's just... (laughs) It's such a pretty shirt, and I thought it was such a fun puzzle. I just I couldn't yeah. get over how cool it was to solve a t-shirt and then be able to wear the t-shirt. Yeah, it, that, those were very cool. And the t-shirts are also just actually really nice in general. They're soft. So they're soft, so <laughs> <laughs> 10 out of 10. Um, let's see for mine. I, ooh, I feel like it might be a combination. I actually really liked box one. Yeah. I felt like it was more than I expected. It was one of those games where on the Escape Room Enthusiast page, everyone was like, box one, box one, did you find box one? And similar to Playground, I was like, okay, is this going to live up to my expectations? And I really think it I think did. it far exceeded it. far Because we didn't really have much of expectations besides it's supposed to be good. And then it's just like, bong, like it's so much going on. And, and Neil Patrick Harris is an absolute genius. Um, I just thought he, he really killed it in in the not only capturing the vibe of an escape room Mm -hmm. but like maintaining that board game feel i just think that you know being able to do that was such a challenge because you get all these games that are you know exit games and unlock games that are technically board games and they don't really feel as immersive as this this does it's just crazy how much um effort went into it if you are interested in Box One, we actually did a podcast on it earlier this year. It's one of the couple that we released. And I think, if I recall correctly, we made a disclaimer at the beginning that like we'll go into more details about it. So we provided our full review on that episode. But I just remember that really being a great time. And we passed it on to someone else to enjoy and love. Yeah, one of our friends here in North Carolina, we, uh, we passed it on to him because he's a board game enthusiast. And a designer and, and creator of board games himself, so I was hoping that um, you know passing it on to him would would inspire him to either do something of the same or maybe even getting him addicted to our hobby. Um, I'm not sure if he's actually finished it yet. He's got a long list of games to play, so I don't blame him. But 
Um, I'm really looking forward to the day that he messages us saying, oh my gosh, like that was an amazing game. For sure. Definitely a great experience for us. Which leads me to our next question. What was uh, your favorite memory in an escape room with us? I have a separate question related to like with a group we played. Favorite memory. With us, huh? So just the two of us. <laughs> um, honestly, I really liked the podcast that we listened to because it was during oh, yeah. uh, our road trip down here. Like it made the time go by in the car and it wasn't necessarily hard, but it was really fun to be able to talk about room stuff without either recording an episode or, you know, reminiscing because we were talking live. And it was just really cool because, I mean, I remember the drive being not necessarily difficult, but long. Very um, long. <laughs> and being able to just do this game and be, like, excited while, while also just, like, aimlessly wandering through West Virginia is so cool. I, I, I agree. I think that was... I don't know. The, generally speaking, when you're going through like a big life change like that, I feel like that whole experience of moving was pretty memorable, and it was neat that we were able to kind of experience an escape room in our U-Haul. <laughs> <laughs> so that was cool. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think what my favorite memory was with us. We did so many. You know, I think it would actually be Prison Escape at Riddle Box in Naperville. So we had done Riddlebox's rooms right at the beginning of the pandemic in quarantine and then right after like quarantine lifted, obviously still COVID, but we weren't in the stay at home order anymore. And at the time, the owner actually was in the development of a prison room. And we did that one this year, earlier this year, which it feels like forever ago. But I actually, that stands out as a really good memory for us because we went back to this location and I'm pretty sure I walked out of the room saying that it was my favorite prison room of all time. I agree. And which is, I mean, we're talking comparing to the escape, the escape game. games, prison um, break. Fox in a box. I go, oh gosh, we've done, we've done a few prison. I mean, we did the one in uh, Michigan. We've done quite a few prison rooms. And I, I think, yeah, you're right. This is the best use of the prison theme to make you feel like you're in a prison and like the puzzles worked. Yeah. The puzzles really worked. And I feel like it stands out to me as the greatest memory specifically because we did really great communication mm -hmm. like every other or most other prison rooms. You do begin in different cells, which is pretty common. Um, and then I just remember the owner coming in the specific memory and being like, Holy cow. That was so quick. You hit it in a half hour. If you were any quicker, I would question how hard this room yeah, was. Yeah, he's like, I might have to make it a little harder. And we, I mean, we explained, like, don't, I mean, don't do that. It just, uh, I didn't think it needed to be any harder. We also did, since we didn't have a third person, we did skip a small portion of the, the room. That maybe would have added, you know, five to ten more minutes um, because the minimum technically was three, but he had a way to bypass that third person to where two people could accomplish it. Yeah, and I... The other thing, too, I will say about that is we always tell people it doesn't necessarily matter how quick we get out. Yeah, it's nice to spend more time in a room, but if the puzzles were there, if it was fun, we had a good time, and it felt like there was enough for us to get to to where we felt accomplished, it's more about that accomplishment feeling. We've definitely done rooms that are super quick where we can easily recognize that those puzzles weren't great and there wasn't enough. 
Um, I can think of one specifically. In the, in the genie's lamp. Yeah, there was a genie lamp one where I think we counted like <laughs> six or seven puzzles. There was, I think, a total of six puzzles, yeah. Something like that. Very small amount. But with this one, we got out really quickly, but I just remember it just feeling like total teamwork and just some really good set design and... I don't know. It was such a great experience. So I think that's my favorite memory with us. What about favorite memory with a group we played? Um, I, I think I would go with the Grinched escape room from oh. uh, the one out here, which is Game on Escapes over in Cary, North Carolina. Uh, the, the reason why, um, I'm not a huge fan of Christmas. So I resonate with the Grinch. I think <laughs> the Grinch is cool. He's a good guy. He was doing the right thing. Um, oh my god, get out. <laughs> but I, I thought, like, oh, that's cool that, you know, Melanie loves Christmas. I love the Grinch. We can go to a room. And we, we went with our friends, um, Sarah and Julie, and we were able to go in this room, split up the four of us. Like, I think all of us were working individually, all solve puzzles and, like, do, do this room together. Absolutely decimate the score and, and, and the time of, of completion, but also all walk out giggling smiling laughing having a great time like i think that we all had such an amazing time that like it it really was my favorite memory with a group because i i remember the the look like julie and i are very similar as in we're both grumps and seeing that she had a great time made me know that in fact it was a good room because of how much fun she had yes and oh gosh yeah that was a very fun room I want to give something away about this room, and I think they redo it every year. So I feel like I'm going to say it, and you can skip ahead like a minute if you don't want to hear it. Okay, I'm going to say it. The room had a slide. Um, and I bring this up as special favorite memory with a group, specifically because we discovered this slide. <laughs> <laughs> and I went down backwards down this slide. And it turned out to be a spiral slide. And when I tell you I, like, had a panic attack in this slide, I, like, cranked my neck going down the slide, thought I was stuck, and then I got out of the slide, and everyone's throwing, like, snowballs at each other. And it was just, like, so... It was so much fun. But I just... Not only was it a slide, not only was it a spiral slide, it was a spiral slide meant for small children. Yes. So when I went in, I like, I dove in, like, I, I think we were like, oh, we, how can we bypass the slide for, for our friends? And, and I was like, I'm just going in. And I dove in and I immediately hit the back wall of the slide and was like, oh yeah, it's spiral. And I had to like fold myself in half to go down it. It was less of a slide for me and more of like a crumble and fall. Yeah, that's exactly how mine was. And I was quite worried. I, I think that was like. I was just as worried then as this weekend, past weekend when we went skiing, I cracked my neck falling down. Like, it was just the same fear. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a good time. I thought that room was just such a fun memory. Um, the snowball fight at the end was super cool. Yeah, I mean, it's just, they did a very good job of taking a seasonal room, which is difficult because, I mean, you can only do Christmas so many different ways, um, and making something really fun. My favorite memory with a group we played was actually with your family at Legendary Escape in Plainfield. And <laughs> there's a specific reason. So first of all... I guess. My dad. Yes. <laughs> so I don't think we had played an escape room with your dad prior to that, have we? Uh, we did. We, we played did. Um, one in Gurney Mills at okay. 62 Escape, 
uh, Blast from the Past. We, That's uh, right. I believe is what it was called. And it was he, the arcade game. He enjoyed game. that too. But this one, um, when we were playing, <laughs> he was just so excited to point things out that he found. And <laughs> I just had a really good time witnessing it. It was a really good time. <laughs> I can't. I'm, the reason why there's this weird silence is I can't <laughs> stop laughing because I know exactly what you're referring to. Um, and I just, my dad, bless his soul, is is very like puzzle centric. He loves logic and, and loves to solve things, but it's harder for him to think creatively, which is what I struggle with sometimes as well. I get that from him. Um, and he he just it was like walking into a room, seeing a door, doing twenty minutes worth of stuff, and then he stops the room and he points and says, "There's a door," and you're just like. <laughs> You're trying to be nice because, you know, one, it's my dad. Two, he's not done a lot of escape rooms. And three, I just don't want to be rude. But it's, I, I couldn't help but in the moment laugh because I was like, what? Yes. Yeah. Like, astute observation. Like, like when, when Tom and I do rooms, like, we point those types of things out typically. It'll be like, we're running around, running around. Oh, this is probably going to open. That's probably going to open. And that's like it. <laughs> we were gathered in this room to view <laughs> his finding. Um, so it was, it was pretty great. We love sharing our escape room, our love of escape rooms with others. And I think, was that the second one we did that day? Regardless, um, your family had such a good time. Yeah, we, we did, booked a second we did after two the that, we Yeah, did. we did two. Yeah. We did the um, actual, it was like the mermaid one. And then we did the uh, casino one. And it was the casino one where... Um, yeah, my my dad decided thinking that uh, a a gear shape was to be placed on the wall where the shape of a gear was on the wall, <laughs> and it was a very good observation. Good job, Dad. Oh man, um, we're getting nothing for our wedding now. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, that is my list of questions. So, twenty twenty one year interview, final thoughts. I thought twenty twenty one was. A quality over quantity. Yes. Yeah. We yeah. didn't do a lot of rooms, but we did a lot of really good ones. I don't think we had very many stinkers. Let me look at the list real quick. Um, real quick, real quick, blah, 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 blah. Nope. No stinkers. I don't think that I see a single stinker on here, except for maybe one. Yeah, I uh, see one. It was just an older <laughs> Gen 1 room in Raleigh. Uh, that I don't think I enjoyed too much. It was called The Dark Room. Uh, the, these are the creators that uh, did Nerd Escape, um, and this is their older room. And so it wasn't so much that it was a bad room, it was just yeah. older, you know. It was a Gen 1 room, so it was tough to wow me since I've seen so many crazy things. I was thinking of a different one, actually. Um, underwhelming, still cool for families was The Castle in Lexington, Kentucky. Oh, yeah, that one was... I feel like that one was okay. They hyped it up way too much. Trying to make themselves sound like this, oh, it's the biggest escape room and all this stuff. It, it was just, it was big, correct, but there wasn't a lot in it. So there wasn't a lot of substance. But yeah, no, 2021 was qual quality over quantity. I think we did a lot of really good rooms, um, a lot of really great memories, and played with a lot of really great people. Yeah, for sure. I think about, like, all the groups we played with this year. Um, like, we played with my family, we played with your family. We played with um, Stephen and Stephanie, mm -hmm. which was exciting. Escape room right friends. Right before we left. We played with um, college friends. We've played with yep. new friends, old friends, everybody. Yeah. It's been great. Just trying to enthuse everyone with our hobby, you know? I think it works sometimes. Maybe maybe everyone doesn't want to be bitten with the escape room bug because it can get a little pricey, but 
It's I part think of it's the well fun. worth it. Just quit all <laughs> other hobbies. Quit all do nothing. Things. Eat thirteen cent ramen so that way you can do all the escape rooms. It's worth it. There we go. Well, I do. I would agree with you. It's the quality over the quantity for this year for sure. And I think twenty twenty one was just a transformative year for us in general. And so I think it. I don't know. I think it was meant to be the way it was. We did some really amazing at home games, other types of games, and. It was great. I'm looking forward to 2022. Any um, escape rooms top of mind for this upcoming year? We're in it. I do want to go to Wilmington, North Carolina and do some more rooms out there. We did one room out there um, last year. (laughs) Um, And I think that that's a place that I know that has a lot of good stuff um, that's close to us. I I do think that if COVID isn't going to go crazy, what like it's supposed to, um, we can try to do slightly longer road trips maybe go um you know atlanta or if we're feeling risky we can go down to tampa um (laughs) but uh i I really think that i don't know what this year could bring us i I think we might find some some new stuff and and we might find some old stuff that people didn't know about or something yeah and we still have a lot to explore in our area as well i think there's still quite Quite a few few rooms rooms that we have to do um we have Check to go back to a couple. Um, <laughs> earlier this year or last year, <laughs> we did one in a in a tower, which was very oh, cool. And they have a that one was really cool. And um, they have a couple more rooms that we have yet to do. So I think there's a lot in store. I think pre pandemic we talked about really wanting to go to um, Louisiana, and I don't know if that's gonna happen just yet. It's still on my list, but I think we're closer to Florida. Hey, we still haven't planned so. a honeymoon. I'm just saying. <laughs> there we go. We still need four people, though. I'm not bringing two other people on our honeymoon. <laughs> if you and a loved one would like to come with us, our... <laughs> the contest begins. <laughs> no, I think I'm looking forward to a good year with some really great rooms with my best friend. Yeah, can't wait to take Wanda. Oh my gosh, get out! <laughs> so um, one one thing, uh, one one announcement of housekeeping kind of thing that I want to talk about. Um, we did actually expand our, I guess you could call it Hive Mind Network or whatever, um, with a new Instagram page called Hive Mind underscore Travel. Uh, this is going to be more where we can talk about the other things we like to do when we travel. Um, those that know me personally and those that have talked to me for longer than 20 minutes know that I cannot stop steering conversations from escape rooms to food. Uh, I really, really enjoy good food, and I would say Melanie and I are, are, are foodies. Um, not so much foodies as in we want to start a food blog, but we, we when we travel, we like to go do good fun things and eat fun things and drink fun things. So we like to go and do stuff that I feel like other couples would like to do. So we wanted to start a page where we just said, hey, this is what we tried. And then if, you, you know, if, if you're following us, you can see where we are, when we're there, and what we think of the things in more depth. So um, we only have one post up now, and it was just a brief post from Cincinnati, um, just kind of testing the waters. And it's not as great as our normal Instagram posts because I actually posted it instead <laughs> of Melanie. Melanie takes a lot more time and effort in making things look awesome, and I guess I, I'm kind of boring. But, uh, you did a great job. I, I think that that is going to be something else that you can look forward to seeing from us. Um, all our escape room related stuff will stay on Hivebind underscore escape. And then anything else that um, is travel related and um, destination related will be under Hivebind underscore. And the other thing I would add to that is that the reason why we ended up creating this is because we were sitting in a restaurant and said, 
how do we always find the coolest things to do? Like, not the traditional tourist stuff necessarily. Maybe it would be considered tourist stuff once we post them. I have no idea. Regardless, <laughs> we come across these fun experiences, and we like telling people about it. But we were like, we don't have time to write up a blog. We don't have time to go into YouTube videos and yeah. documenting things like that. But what we can do is post Cincinnati and <laughs> a couple of our photos and say, hey, we liked these things. And that takes maybe like 10 minutes of our time versus hours. So <laughs> Also, it's a good way for us when like we're reflecting on the year. Yeah. Go back and look at all the, the posts from traveling. Because like, when we look back at the escape room pictures, we're like, oh, that's so cool. But there's so much more that we do. Um, in between, whether it's food that we're eating, places that we're getting coffee, you know, gorillas that we're staring at at the zoo, all types <laughs> of fun stuff. Uh, so if you want to head over to Instagram, look at hiveblend underscore travel, that's where you can kind of keep up with what we're doing outside of escape rooms. If you care, if you don't care, that's fine. I'm still going to go eat good food and look at gorillas at the zoo. <laughs> fine. Don't look at our good food. <laughs> You're lost. Um, well, with that being said, I think that wraps up 2021. But, uh, yeah, I mean, as always, uh, follow us on all our socials. We have the Instagram. We got both of the Instagrams now. Uh, we got Twitter. And then you can continue to subscribe and follow and listen to us here on this podcast. But uh, we will catch you next time. Cheers. Cheers.